I've grown and I had grew my relationship with God and I was around all these different people and I was very active in my 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 church ministry I was leading small groups and I'm working on that but it was still something you know that I was willing to compromise with I thought that everyone once they reached a certain age was willing to make that compromise and I was I was wrong and God knew that no these are standards that Christ set and these are standards that you need to live by Welcome back to Balance Boldly, the podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify your intimacy within and across your relationship, and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. I am excited for us to continue what has been a phenomenal ride. I know we had a little bit of a pause a few weeks prior and you guys were anticipating and saying, hold on, hold on, Nikita, what's happening? We had Selfish September and then we had break and we need more. So I'm giving it to you. I'm giving the people what you want. I am excited for so many reasons. And I know I overuse that word because every single person that we invite to have kind of a virtual seat in my kitchen for us to have this organic conversation is someone that was drawn to me, I attracted them to me, or they were sent to me on some level. And this beautiful, magical spirit was sent to me, little did she know, by her husband, probably like energetically eight, maybe 10 years ago when I met him in our, our co-space, our co-working space overlap. And you know how you connect with someone, it's not necessarily a deep conversation, but you connect and you're like, yep, we're going to circle back. It's going to be me and you some kind of way. And we did. He said, listen, Nikita, you need to talk to my woman. She is amazing and on fire and you are missing out something big if you do not meet with her. Excuse me. So I want to introduce you to this amazing woman that I met via her husband, Shayla Renee. She is a phenomenal, phenomenal Christ following wife, mother, women's wellness advocate, speaker, coach, author, entrepreneur, and an extreme overcomer. She has deep faith in God, so you know we resonate right there all day, every day. And she has overcome intimate partner violence, numerous near-death experiences, and other major losses. Simply more trouble than a little girl from a small city should ever have to endure. Passionately focused on pulling others up, Shayla Renee empowers other women to find purpose and identity in Christ through her highly acclaimed book, He Almost Stole My Life as well as Shayla's Corner, her inspirational blog for everyone out there that needs a little bit of right now taste, you can get that. And let's talk about it, her uplifting talk video series and the True Identity Women's Empowerment Program. Shayla is killing it out here, guys. She is like best kept secret. I need you to tap in, tune in. I know you are in the background, running on a treadmill, going for your walk on lunch, sitting in your car, trying to figure out your next step. I need you to really get into that space and open up your heart and mind because we have Miss Shayla Renee. Welcome to the Balance Volley Podcast, Mama. How are you? Great, Nikita. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. So I want to tell you all just a little quick because you know I keep it raw, keep it real right here on Balance Volley. I have to tell you, Shayla and I did this for you guys already. We did this. (laughs) We had a phenomenal conversation. What was it, Shayla, about a month ago? Yes, yes, about a month (laughs) ago. 
<laughs> it was good. It was so good. We clearly went over our normal 20, 25 minutes. We got deep. We got in. And then somewhere, the tech gremlins, the ether, something happened and everything just disappeared. It was a weird thing that in my, at this point, it's about seven years in of podcasting has never, ever, ever happened. That's how good the conversation was. The enemy was like, mm, you're not getting this. You're not going to. And I said, watch me. So Shayla carved out some time. She has a full plate. You know, she is all of that that I said and probably a lot more going on in the background. And she said, let's do it. So I'm so excited and I'm grateful and honored that you are taking time again out to have this moment to share with everyone who's tuning in to Balance Bowling. Thank you so much, Shayla. Oh, of course. So tell everyone a little bit about what you have been doing in, let's start, let's go in into the True Identity Women's Empowerment Program, because I think that's really phenomenal. And that program will obviously speak to some of your background and we can just open up the, pl- the floor from there. Okay. The uh, True Identity Women's Empowerment Program um, is a program that I have set up and it can either be it's, it's usually a 12-week program, but I can cater to um, any organization. And it focuses on helping women understand who they truly are in Christ. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one of the subtopics or the, the sub-focuses is because I, I went through domestic violence. I'm a domestic violence uh, survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, so many of my uh, target audience comes from that. So... I do like to focus on, I dive deep into people who are in toxic relationships and it does not have to be um, violent. It could just be a toxic relationship, a relationship where you're not, um, you're not edifying your your partner and vice versa. You're Mm -hmm. not growing together and, you know, facing other types of um, uh, adversary in, in, in the, um, relationship so what this does is the group it walks through my book basically he almost stole my life Mm -hmm. i'm actually working on the workbook also to go along with that and it provides um teachings it provides resources especially for um women who may be in a relationship and she feels like she cannot get out of that relationship for whatever reason um he could be the main breadwinner and, you know, she's a stay-at-home mother, which is a full-time job. And if she leaves, she feels as though she has nowhere to go. That's, mm-hmm. ha- that's you know, that's something that occurs daily. Yeah. And I like to partner with organizations to help to give people resources and to allow them to see that there is a way out and there is hope after this and that you act, you do deserve better because we are children of, of, of Christ. Um, he created us to be, you know, to, to live in our purpose and our purpose. I, 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 sh- I can surely tell you that God does not want you in any type of relationship that's tearing you down. Absolutely. So that's the program. Like I said, it caters, um, you know, it's, it's a 12 week program, but I could do a five week program if your organization needs that. But at the end, I want the person to know who they are and, and know not to go back to that. So it also provides support because we know once you let something go, that's a part of you. It's like losing a limb. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you're it's that's where you're comfortable. 
yeah it's easier there and you have to fill that with you have to fill that void with something positive mostly you know you have to grow spiritually you have to develop your relationship with christ and you have to be around people that want to see you do better and, and support and help you grow or else you'll run back to what's comfortable even though it's toxic absolutely i thousand percent agree toxic relationships are damaging not just to you if you're you know for the person who's in it but for the people who are constantly around it with you so if you have children mm-hmm. um you know and I, and this goes for not just obviously we we kind of know children are affected but so are your your other loved one your friends your girlfriends you know those that would normally be able to support you but often when we're in a toxic relationship we get pulled into this very excluded isolated place yes uh, and then the people who were normally able to reach you, to connect with you, to share with you, to, you know, have fun with you, laugh with you, love on you, <laughs> can't do that. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they're being pushed away, even though that's not the reality of what's happening, because uh, you're not pushing, you're being pulled yes. away. But yes. it feels like that. So everyone has this healing period that they have to go through after you've let go of that person. Mm-hmm. and all the places and all the energy that's surrounding that because I know and Shayla you may be able to speak to this as well sometimes it's not just the other person that yes. is toxic but mm-hmm. they have little what we call little monkeys you know they friends they cousins you know that are constantly coming to you trying to encourage you to stay in the relationship mm-hmm. um, and they do not have your best intention Part of it is because they want, and I'm just, you know, I know a man can also be the recipient of an unhealthy and toxic relationship. So I'm not taking away from that. We do have our brave men that are out there um, that are also dealing with their own toxic women, right? Yes. That that are also coming to the space. But for this particular program, because it's true identity women's empowerment program, um, just concentrating on the female for a moment here. Sometimes that man who is giving you all the toxic energy has his little cronies, little monkeys that it might be his sister that you also have had this relationship with. And now the sister replaces your best friend because there was a purposeful reason the sister got close to you or the cousin or his female friend or whatever. It was to make sure they could help isolate you. And they don't necessarily volunteer for this. This is what they've been trained to do because toxic people typically attract other broken people Mm -hmm. to them that Mm -hmm. they can manipulate and they might call them friend or sibling or cousin or you know that's my bro or whatever and you don't realize they need you to stay in that relationship so they don't have to deal with him (laughs) as much as you will you know what I mean yes and you know I I just one of my let's talk about it episodes that I I recently um filmed Mm -hmm. um talks about not even the your 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 partner's people your toxic people around you but your own toxic friendships yes and because you your friendships basically is what you have in common Mm -hmm. if something toxic is what you have in common your friend is not going to want you to get out of your toxic relationship because they're in this you know a similar Mm -hmm. uh, relationship and and it's not and a lot of times it's not even you know anything malicious it's just one, they don't even, they don't know how to give you good advice because they are not able to get out of it them own, their own self. And mm-hmm. two, um, that's what's keeping you, that's what's keeping you um, in relationship, that common thread, that, that toxic relationship. 
you're in a poor relationship, they're in a poor relationship. Let's laugh and or let's cry and, and have drinks over it together, you know, but let's not try to lift each other up to get out of it. Right. You've bonded over the traumatic experience that you're currently repetitiously in mm-hmm. day in, day out. And that becomes your link, your mm-hmm. familiarity. Uh, we've all heard the term misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that. And so Shayla's talking not just about your your intimate paramour at this point. She's also referring to your friends and your family. Because mm-hmm. sometimes this other person that you riding out with and you talking to every day, girl. <laughs> this is what happened today, right? You know, we've all done it. Yes, uh, yes. And in some in some cases, you know, I will be uh, my normal vulnerable raw self here and tell a story. It wasn't toxic at the time, but I was young and immature with my husband. Because, you know, we, most of you guys who have been listening for a while know we've been dating since I was 17, got married at 22, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And I still kept him. He's still here, y'all. Um, <laughs> we still ride now. We still ride now. Love him to life. He is my soul's half, truly. But we had a lot of growing to do. Mm-hmm. And we literally grew up together. I've known this man since I was 13 years old. So we literally grew up together. And although that sounds sweet and, you know, st- storybook romantic, there was a lot of trial mm-hmm. in that. Because I am a multi-level trauma survivor. So I had some serious stuff mm-hmm. that I had to 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 recognize, first of all, and then, you know, be able to move through the, the lessons of learning that there was more to just recognizing it. I had to get help. I had to yes. go to therapy. I had to, you know, move through. I had to talk to my spiritual counselors, like all of that good stuff. So before I could go out in the world helping other people, regardless of degrees and certification, I needed to heal. And my husband, who's again, been with me since youth, had to ride out all the layers of Nikita's growth <laughs> and, you know, finding out that that girl who would cuss you out in a second and whip out a knife. And I'm dead serious mm-hmm. had to grow into the woman who understood that her tongue was more powerful than her fists or a weapon or any other thing she could do to get up in your face and yell and fuss. Cause I was always in fighting and survival mode. Yes. And I truly wasn't allowing my husband to love me. Cause that wasn't, he had his own stuff, but he didn't come from the life that I came from. Two parent household, all of that. Mm-hmm. He had a very different experience than, than me and all of my brokenness everywhere. And when we were about, my son was maybe almost two years old, Shayla, um, <laughs> me and myself, the internet, remember e-machine? Remember the computers, the e-machines, like the first big bulky yes. desktop yes. that you could barely lift up? Yes. Um, so when I was an undergrad, I had an e-machine, <laughs> my computer, <laughs> and we lived in a little apartment in Germantown, whatever. We were so proud of this apartment, so I'm not dismissing, you know, our go through. But uh, we had the e-machine sit on the dining room table because we didn't have a desk or, you know, any of that. It just mm-hmm. sat right there. That was the, that was the everything space. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he had uh, been talking on the Internet, you know, because we were just starting to get into chat rooms. And my, my husband rhymed at the time and, you know, he, he was a lyricist. He's a writer now. So he was doing all that. And I was getting a little jealous, you know, cause he's spending time in these chat rooms and he has this passion that he has. I have all my education. I got these babies, mm-hmm. but I didn't discover my passion yet. So there was a little bit of resentment and, and all of this stuff that was happening for us. And I remember accusing him of cheating over the internet, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> like before, before there was social media, yes. before there was all this stuff. And it really was the chat rooms, right? And it really was, honestly, it, it wasn't deep. It really was not deep. It was just 
some lots of lots of rappers having a little cipher but one of them was a chick mm-hmm. and i saw a picture and you know she looked like she could be a little competition mm-hmm. so <laughs> a, mm-hmm. a whole nother state away and we didn't have no car y'all so i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> but um <laughs> but in my mind i'm like uh-uh, you know in my space because i was young and i remembered i had two specific friends at that time that were the people that i talked to the most i had other girlfriends but I had two friends that I was speaking to the most. One of them was a Christ-following young woman who would absolutely have said, um, back up, let's look at what's happening. Like, let's, you know, calm down, Nikita. You know, like, you know, or actually Kia, because, you know, my, my family name, my young name growing up. Calm down, Kia, let's, you know, talk about this, whatever. And the other one, we shared a lot of our body trauma together, right? Like she had also been assaulted. She also had abandonment issues. She had attachment issues, all the stuff that I had. She had very similar stuff. So guess which girlfriend I called? Uh, the one that you had similar uh, exactly. experiences. Exactly. Yes. I didn't, I didn't call the one that I knew would talk some sense into me. Mm-hmm. I called the one that I knew was going to throw on her Tim's, put some Vaseline on her face, take her earrings out, meet me at the door, and we was going to figure out five buses over to the next state yes. to find this woman who we knew, you know, wasn't even yes. a thing. But that's the person that I called because sometimes when we're broken and we're not ready to to receive the truth of what we need to get right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gravitate to the one who's also broken. Yes. So that's the sister, the sister friend, you know, that I called for that, that was ready to turn all the way up. That was like, yeah, girl, pack his bags, put him mm-hmm. at the door, you know, all of that. That's mm-hmm. the one. I didn't call the one that I knew. I knew the other one was married. She was settled. You know, like I knew that I didn't want to talk to her. I literally said in my head, I ain't trying to hear that. Let me call this <laughs> other one. I literally said it. Yes. Um, out loud before the phone call. So I agree with you a thousand percent. Sometimes that's the person that's encouraging us. Yes, it is. And mm. the good thing about your situation is that you had two completely different friends that you could talk to for whatever. Imagine only having the same type of girlfriend yeah you know you have three close girlfriends and you all are you know share the same similar background and neither none of you you know are trying to grow spiritually or you know emotionally um and it's not a knock on anyone else it's just Mm -hmm. where you are in life yeah and um i've been there like i was Mm -hmm. surrounded with girlfriends we all were in crazy relationships Um, it was something that we talked about on a daily basis and then it was no growth. Of course there was, you know, you need to leave him, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like, I'll be here supporting you while, while you transition out of that relationship, because we expected, you know, the whole back and forth in which we all did, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, Mm -hmm. that's who I was surrounded by. And it wasn't until, um, you know, God had to, God had to do this. He had to remove people out of my life that I was not willing to let go of. Yes. Yes. And it wasn't until that happened, I was pretty much stripped naked. Mm-hmm. And until it, it took that for me to, you know, not reach out to people, but to, to seek Christ and, and, and develop a relationship with him. And then he put people in my life for that season that would help me walk through that breakup that I was about to go through and you know we're all older and and more mature now but God had to do that because he knew I was I was in a a period of loss and I was trying to hold on to whatever I could hold on to and 
it was, you know, it was toxic all around me. We were taught and it wasn't just, they were toxic towards me. I was taught, I was a toxic mm-hmm. person too, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I talk a little bit about soul ties in my book. And, um, one thing that happened with, in this relationship, I started to, uh, take on characteristics of someone else and certain things I would do in this relationship I I've never done before I've never really cared enough one for anyone else to do these things that I did that I just felt I had to do to get his attention Mm -hmm. and um you know like I said talking to friends this is what they do let's go scratch a key up their car Let's, you know, yeah. <laughs> that was me. You could have called me, girl. If we would have just known each other, you would have called me. I would have been right out there. <laughs> you know, it's when you think about it, it's crazy because it's not even, it's not, I cannot put all the blame on him. Of course. Because yep. I was not in the right place in that relationship at all. I wasn't in the right place going into that relationship. And right. then it just got worse as the years went by. So. Mm, no, a thousand percent. I'm sitting here. Uh, Shaylee and I are doing this over audio, y'all. It's real early. Um, <laughs> uh, so she can't see me bobbing my head like a bobblehead, but I'm like, listen, you you could speak on that all day. That That's probably going to have to be a part two, three, four, and five to this conversation because there is so much, so many layers and so much power to what you just said, just in that last latter part of I was so toxic too, and I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And then when you were, God did everything he needed to strip you down naked, remove certain friends and, and, and vices and everything else out of your life so he could get to you. And I went through a very, very similar experience with, from a different issue, right? Like not, be, not coming out of intimate partner violence, but from my own stuff that he had to remove those friends that were enabling my, my bad behavior mm-hmm. as, as I was enabling theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were unhealthy for each other. But when you own your worth, yes, when you own it, it changes everything. And that was something that the listeners weren't privy to because, you know, the tech room was out there deleting our, our podcast. Um, <laughs> they didn't know. But you talked a lot about forgiving yourself mm-hmm. and being able to move on with obviously with God's grace, with his mercy, being able to really embrace all that you need, tapping into the power that he had already seeded in you that was kind of hidden under everything but the importance of forgiving yourself as well as you know those other people that might have been able whether you're in that relationship or not Mm -hmm. so that you can own your worth and then attract what you deserve and you attracted the beautiful spirited man that I met so many (laughs) years ago he is phenomenal and energetic and all those good things and you attracted him in your life once you were ready to receive such a blessing yes yes it is, it's funny because we always laugh. Like if I, I if I would have met John in my early 20s, we would have probably hated each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just something it's, it's, you know, we just look back and laugh because neither one of us are each other's type. Right. So when we were doing the dating thing, it, was, it just came up all the time. Like there's something about you, but you know, he's, he's very good looking. Like, I think my husband is is very handsome. He just wasn't my type. Right. And vice versa. So, Mm -hmm. um, that was just something we always laughed about when we were dating, but it's when I met John, um, because my, my, um, ex, my previous relationship prior to him was so off and on, 
my ex thought that he can come in and out of my life whenever he wanted. Mm. And once God really got me to the point of what, like I had to, I, you know, God brings you somewhere. It's like you're, you can, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That's right. And it was a decision that I had to make. Do I want to go back and continue to repeat the same cycle, that whole cycle of insanity? Because, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Do Mm -hmm. I want to go into that or do I want to try something new? Like in something new was John, something better was John. I, you know, I, he was different. I did not know how much better he was for me until we got into our relationship and mm. it it was a whole you know john was you know such a, a, a when i met him he was so serious about his relationship and his walk with, with christ and <clears throat> it was almost you know scary at first because i didn't think i was there mm-hmm. and um you can you know I, i've come to to realize you're not able to measure someone else's relationship with christ so but um you know, it, it was all the stuff that I did, you know, I, I, I did some, some crazy stuff. We can, we can go on for hours. And the whole part about forgiving myself is one, you have to realize what Christ came here on earth to do. Goes back to, you know, Bible. He came and he sacrificed his life mm. for us. If mm-hmm. we don't forgive ourselves is it's a slap in the face to what he did for us. Absolutely. So that's the first step. And just realizing that God wants better for you than you want for yourself. Like, so the whole, you know, John, we're dating and and we're different. And this wasn't the person that I had pictured, you know, my whole, what I wanted the guy that I wanted to be serious with look like and how he, you know, how tall he was, how short, thin, you know, his complexion, whatever. I had this whole list. And yeah. one of the only things on that list was that he had to be a man of God. Mm. And I eventually erased everything off my list and stuck with he has to be a man of God, a true man of God who lives according to his standards of of what a Christian man, how he should walk, not someone else's standards of, of what, a, because I've met a lot of Christian men who, you know, they walk the walk, talk the talk until it comes time to talk about, you know what? And then it's exactly. Like- <laughs> Come on, talk about it, sis. This is the place, work life and love, honey. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm grown. And, uh-huh. and, and so that's, that's their idea of it. And you know, I'm not knocking anyone's walk. Everyone has, is, of course, of course, but yeah. that's not what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I needed what John uh, presented. I just didn't know it at first. And um, I realized in dating him that I do deserve better. I, I, you know, I do deserve someone who actually means what they say. And that's, you know, important to me. You say one thing and you need to, you need to really stick by it. And, um, you know, I can say I, at the beginning of our, our relationship, I probably was not the best girlfriend because a little bit no (laughs) (laughs) because I you know I've grown and I had grew my relationship with God and I was around all these different people and I was very active in my 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 church ministry I was Mm -hmm. leading small groups and I was um 
all that was, you know, great. And I'm working on that, but there was still something, you know, that I was willing to compromise with. Mm. And I thought that everyone, once they reached a certain age, was willing to make that compromise. And I was, you know, I was wrong. And God knew that this was the relationship that I needed to be in to see that, no, these are standards that Christ set. And these are standards that you need to live by. I don't care what you did in the past. This is what you should do now. Right. So, yeah. Mm, honey, I'm just, you, you, you're, you're, you're filling my cup with so many things that was powerful on so many levels. Cause the reality is when you, when you start to own your worth, you expand your definition of your type mm-hmm. and you expand it with that met. So that list that clearly wasn't working before, right? Like you said, <laughs> you was in this insanity loop, like, you know, uh, you, ex- you started to go in a little bit deeper in yourself and serve higher unto the Lord in, in, in your particular case, which is the same thing that happened for me just much later in life. I was older when I came to Christ <laughs> and got, got myself together. Um, but when you did that and you expanded higher, you allowed not only for the, your, your soul's half, your John to, you know, mine's is Dean, yours is John to enter into your life. Uh, but then it also gave you permission to grow and, and accept that this relationship this new relationship that technically you have been praying for, you didn't know it would come in the form of a John, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't know it would look like John, it tastes like John, you know, all that kind of good stuff like John, but it was exactly what you have been praying for. And you could have been dismissive because the package wasn't wrapped in the familiar uh, material that you were used to, so yes. to speak. But you stepped into something new, being brave and courageous and said, let me be open to the very thing that I asked for. Mm-hmm. I've been asking for someone with integrity to show up in my life. Someone who was going to say what he said does and do what he say and actually follow through even when it's difficult and it's tempting yes. to do something else. And because that's what you asked for, you got your job. Yes, it is. And a, a lot of people are not ready. They say they want it. They want that love. They want that that difference. And it could be, you know, maybe the love is the, the new career, the purpose, the passion, you know, maybe it's, it's that, maybe it is the spouse. You say that you want it, but when it comes wrapped in a different material than you're familiar with, because, you know, we got our vision boards and we pull some cut out from Essence and, <laughs> you know, whatever the other magazines are, Allure and all that. And we're like, oh, I said the condo would have white furniture, but then someone takes you to the high rise apartment building that's technically not a condo and it doesn't have white furniture. But it has everything else that you've been praying for. Yes. We'll dismiss it and yes. say, oh, well, you know. And now you wonder why you're still searching 10, 15, 20 years later. And all those other sisterships and broships that were in misery with you who finally gotten their pieces together mm-hmm. and their lives together, they've moved on. Mm-hmm. And you're still sitting in this space of wonderment of why, why not me, Lord? Yes. It's like, well, I've been trying to tell you. Basically. You just, you know, he wasn't hearing me, daughter, son. I was trying to tell you all this time. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Shayla, you hit the nerve. So before we wrap up, cause you know, you and I can, we can go and we can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are not loving on your amazing husband, your babies and being an advocate in the world, a speaker, coach, author, and all the entrepreneurial stuff that goes behind that curtain, that business stuff that goes on, mm-hmm. how are you giving yourself permission to pause? and just take care of you? What's the one thing that you do? 
uh, like I said before, when we spoke, it hasn't changed. I think it's slightly changed a little bit, but what I do is, because I, I have a nine to five. Mm -hmm. What I do is once I, five o'clock hits, when I get in my car, I put on 90s R&B. And that's my decompressed moment. And that's my permission to be me. Yes. Because, you know, that's, I, I, you know, I just, you know, don't, don't judge me. I love 90s R&B. I ain't um, mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm stuck there a little bit. But that's, that's how I, you know, rest, reset. That's how I decompress and get myself ready um, for my family at home. I love it. And, and music is so healing and it moves your energy. So that's, I'm not mad at that. And that's, that was a good decade. So I'm not mad at <laughs> all. It had to be a good decade. I was producing babies back in that decade. So <laughs> all courtesy of 90s R&B. Yes. Um, <laughs> so how can everyone connect with you, uh, main website and your preferred social platform? Main website is, is just simple, shayrights.com. Mm -hmm. And you can connect with me, um, Shayla Renee Writes at Facebook is my author page. Awesome. That is perfect. I thank you so much. And I honor you, Shayla, for your time again and for loving on our listeners enough to come and show up and show out and be full and transparent and giving us something that we couldn't Google about you. So I really do appreciate you. And I'm just so grateful that you did this for us again today. Oh, I'm thankful to be here. Mm, you're a magical balance boldly listeners you know i honor you as well i encourage you and implore you to make sure you go to shayrights.com and pick up her book he almost stole my life as you could hear just from this 20 minute taste that you you already know it's going to be powerful she's going to be honest raw and give you anything you need not only for yourself but for that sister that friend that brother that person that you know also may be going through some of the stuff that Shayla was talking about that was her growth through. And because she was able to get past it, you know, the nuggets are laced throughout that book. Uh, and I want to make sure that even if you don't just buy it for yourself, buy an extra copy for someone else and give it because we all, I don't care how suited and booted we are, how much money in account or what car, kind of car you drive. We all know that one person, if it is not ourselves at the time, that absolutely needs to know that there is someone else out there that gets it and is not trying to be messy, but is really trying to uplift and empower. So I encourage you to do that as well. Obviously, as always, if this is your first time with us, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. If you've been listening for a while, y'all, I need you to go to your favorite podcast app because we are everywhere. We are Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Asbox, and now and iHeartRadio, all those good places. And now we are on Podcast Addict. So for all of you like me who are still an Android, I'm a ride or die Android user, I'm not an Apple girl. You can go to Podcast Addict, which is an, uh, a podcast uh, app basically that downloads everything that you want. And just type in Balance Boldly, pull it up, make sure you rate, subscribe, and give us a good, honest five-star rating, obviously, with a review. Uh, we want you to do this so we can make sure that all of those different platforms start pulling the podcast higher and higher so those other ambitiously bold and brave men and women out there have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. You know you can connect with me at Ask Nikita on IG, Twitter, or Facebook, and of course, you can get replays on YouTube. But in the interim, 
For all of you who are not already parts of the IAC, our Intimacy Advantage Clinic on Slack. It is on Slack, not on Facebook. It's a, it's a whole separate app. It's really good and the conversations are getting juicy. Make sure that you go to my bio link. That's the easiest place to, to get it on Instagram and just tap in and join the IAC so you can get your personal invitation to come in there and go a little bit further after the podcast and the Let's Talk Intimacy streams and all those different things that we do. Make sure you come and play in there to continue the conversation. So go create your balance, create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. Thank you for listening.